there is this very fascinating story in the Bible about a woman who was called the Shunammite. In today's episode, I want us to examine this story and see what lessons we can glean from the life of the Shunammite woman. Let's read 2 Kings chapter 4 and the verse number 8 downwards until we get to the verse number 16 or even 17. The Bible says, Now there was a day when Elisha passed over to Shunem, where there was a prominent woman, and she persuaded him to eat food. And so it was, as often as he passed by, he turned in over there to eat food. She said to her husband, Behold now, I perceive that this is a holy man of God passing by us continually. Please, let us make a little world upper chamber, and let us set a bed for him, and a table, and a chair, and a lampstand. And it shall be, when he comes to us, that he can turn in and rest. One day he came there and turned into the upper chamber and rested. Then he said to Gehazi his servant, Call this Shunammite. And when he had called her, she stood before him. He said to him, Say now to her, Behold, you have been very careful for us with all this care. What can I do for you? Would you be spoken for to the king or to the captain of the army? And she answered, I live among my own people. And so he said, what then is to be done for her? And Gehazi answered, Truly she has no son, and her husband is old. He said, Call her. When he had called her, she stood in the doorway. Then he said, At this season, next year, you will embrace a son. And she said, No, my Lord, O man of God, do not lie to your maidservant. Verse 17, the woman conceived and bore a son at that season next year, as Elisha had said to her. In this portion of scripture, it is very interesting to see how that Elisha, the prophet of God. Now, it will interest you to know that Elisha is the one who took over from Elijah, who is a very well-known prophet in the Bible. Elijah was a very powerful man of God. He often brought down fire from heaven. He was uh, referred to, if you like, as a prophet of fire. His servant, Elisha, took over from him. And according to the scriptural narrative, we do know that Elisha received a double portion of the anointing that was upon the life of Elijah, his master. And so there is Elisha who is carrying the double portion of the anointing of Elijah that we are talking about here, who would often pass by this woman's house in Shunem towards wherever he was going to. It could be Bethel or somewhere else. Now, we see in this scripture that the woman who is referred to as the Shunammite woman, uh, you know, prepared a place in her own house to be able to host Elisha anytime Elisha was passing by. 
And all she did was to serve. All she did was to engage with Elisha in service. All she did was to create an upper room in her house, a place where Elisha and his servant Gehazi could come and take some rest and eat some food and relax before they continued on their journey to it could be Jordan, it could be uh, near you know Bethel where the school of the prophets were and so on and so forth. And the fascinating thing I want us to draw our attention to today is that the woman's husband is old and the woman herself is referred to in the Bible as a great woman and the woman is known to have no child. And so Elisha at this point is feeling very grateful for the woman's care towards him and his servant. And so Elisha says, what can I do for this woman? What can we, how can we be a blessing unto her? Now, let me pause over there and say something about this. If you are a child of God, if you are a Christian and you are involved in service in the house of God, if you are a believer in the Lord and you are committed to serving Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior, if you are a Christian and you make yourself useful for the kingdom of heaven, if you are a believer and you are not just a church goer, church goers are those who come and sit in the pews and warm the pews, receive a good word from the pulpit, they get up and they go back home. But a committed Christian is the one who is truly hungry for Christ. He is the one or she is the one who is desiring a relationship with Jesus Christ our Lord. And such an individual often gives themselves to service in the house of God. They would give to support the work of the ministry. They would come to church early to sometimes clean the chairs for others to come and sit on. They would, be, they would serve as ushers in the house of God. They would often be in the music team, singing and worshipping. They would be part of those in the prayer team. They would be part of those in the outreach team. They would be those who would come and take care of the toilets so that others would come and have a clean place to refresh themselves. They would be those who are constantly serving in the house of God. They desire fellowship with God and they make life easy for the rest of those in the work of the ministry. They are those on the pulpits preaching. They are those on the pulpits who are doing the work of the ministry. They are, they are tirelessly working for God and supporting the work of the ministry with their time and also with their, with their talents and also with their treasures. These are people who are really committed to Christ and they are hungry for him. They are not just warmers. They are like this Shunammite who is truly hungry for God, who perceives that Elisha is a man of God and therefore I've got to be of service unto God through him. And so she prepares an upper room for him to come and to take some rest. It's amazing. Is it possible today that many a Christian do not care about the things of God anymore? Is it possible that you listening to me today, you are just a churchgoer? Is it possible that you listening to me today, you are not really hungry after Christ? But I want to challenge you as you listen to this podcast, that it is time you got up. It is time you arose. It is time you began seeking after the heart of God, not just after his hand. It is time you began seeking a true relationship with Christ, not just going to church and being part of, of something big or being part of a group of people or being part of some kind of an association, it is time you began to seek the Lord at a deeper level with him. The Shunammite woman is one example that we can learn from. 
She is looking for nothing. She does not want to be introduced to the king. She does not want any, anything in return. And when Elisha asked her, what can I do for you? She says, I live among my own people. That is, I am content. I don't need anything from you. I just want to serve you. How many of us today in our Christian work with God would have this heart of service? A people who want to serve without expecting anything in return. A people who want to love the Lord, knowing that loving God comes with persecution, without expecting that God will make all their bills paid and that God will solve all their problems in this life. That is the challenge that we've got. So when a believer faces a very, the very slightest of, of, of a challenge in their lives, they give up on God because they have no heart to go through persecution. They have no heart to go through anything that will make them uncomfortable for the cause of the kingdom. It is sad that today when we come to church, we want everything solved for us. We want our problems resolved for us. We want everything put in place for us. We don't want to make ourselves uncomfortable. We don't want to make ourselves, you know, uh, a bit of discomfort. We don't want to have that in our service of Christ. Child of God, can I challenge you? Get up from your place of comfort and begin to make yourself restless for God. Begin to make yourself restless for the work of the ministry. Begin to give, begin to give, begin to serve, begin to pray, begin to pay attention to his word. Begin to give time to Christ in your relationship with him. Let nothing stand in your way. In the case of the Shunammite, she was just truly and very honestly, with a sincere heart, wanting to serve the Lord. She just wanted to serve, and so she created an upper room. Now, let me go there a little bit. In the time within which this Shunammite woman lived from what archaeological studies have you know, shown us. They normally built their houses on one level and it would be like a four-room chamber, you know, on one level normally. The upper room would normally be, uh, you know, very rarely a few families would build that uh, in the time that this woman lived uh, in. But somehow she decided to make room for this man of God, Elisha, in the upper room at a place that is higher than her various other rooms, at a level that is obviously higher than her entire house. Now, can I say to you, child of God, where have you placed God in your life? Is God placed higher than you? Is God placed higher than the job you are doing? Is God placed higher than your education? Is God placed higher than your finances? Is God placed higher than the things that are so precious to you? Where do you place God in your life? Which room have you placed him in your home? Is he in the upper room? Is the Lord in your upper chamber? Have you prepared the most important room for God in your life? This is a question that each and every one of us would have to ask ourselves. In the case of the Shunammite woman, the Bible says she prepared the upper room for Elisha. Oh, I pray that you also will prepare a special room for God in your life. I pray that you will give the most important room for God. I pray that you would reserve the most important place in your life for the things of God. Jesus gave his very life for you and for me. 
you and I can also give him the best of the best. In the Old Testament, they would give the first of the first fruits. It means you and I can also give God the best of the best. And so this is something we can learn from the Shunammite woman. She prepared an upper room for this man of God. What a blessing. What a blessing. Now let's go very quickly into finishing this story. The Bible said that when she said, when the Shudamite said, Look, I don't need anything from you, man of God. I am literally just wanting to serve you because I perceive that God is with you. I perceive you are a man of God. I just want to serve you and prepare this room for you. The Bible said Elisha did something remarkable. That is, the man of God did something remarkable. Now, first of all, I want you to know that God, as you serve God, God is thinking about you. As you serve the Lord your God, he is also thinking, what can I do for my child? What can I do for my son? What can I do for my daughter? Just like how Elisha thought about blessing this Shunammite woman, God is also thinking good thoughts about you. He says, I know the thoughts I have towards you. They are thoughts of good and not of evil to bring you to an expected end. That is what the Bible says. And so the thoughts of God concerning you as you serve him, as you give your life to Jesus, as you serve him with all of your talents, with all of your treasures, with all of your time, as you give your all to him, I can also assure you according to the word of God that the Lord also has good thoughts towards you. You've got to know that he takes care of his own and he will take care of you. He will not leave you to famish. Oh, the psalmist says, once I was young, now I am old. I have not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging for bread. The Lord will take care of you. Keep your commitment levels high for him. Do not turn backwards. Oh, Jesus said, no one that puts their hand to the plow and looks back is fit for the kingdom. Do not put your hands to the plow and look backwards. Do not be like Lot's wife who turned backwards. Oh, he says, if any man turns back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. I need you to get your commitment to him, to serve him like the Shunammite woman did. Expecting nothing and yet serving with all of her heart. She served and served. Now, the Bible said Elisha, the man of God, decided to still be a blessing to her, even though she said, I don't need anything. And Gehazi, the servant of Elisha, the man of God, said, she's got no child. And then the man of God prophesied into her life that next year by this time, you shall have a son. In fact, it is interesting to see in the verse we read earlier on, she said, no, my Lord, O man of God, do not lie to your maidservant. She did not even believe the word of the Lord that the prophet had declared over her life. She was not expecting to receive a child. Yet her service brought her to a place of her miracle. If only Christians today can begin to serve the Lord with genuineness of heart. If you and I can begin to serve him with all sincerity of heart. Serving him because he is the Lord. He is the Lord. Serving him because we truly love him. Not because we want something from him. Otherwise our relationship with Christ becomes purely transactional, where you give an offering expecting a hundred times in return, where you come to church early to clean the chest expecting that someone else will clean the chest at home for you, where you come to church to do something for the work of the ministry expecting something else in return. That is not the way to serve Jesus. 
you have become, you have made the Lord a bank where you go with a check and you withdraw money, where you do something and expect something else. That is not how you serve the Lord. You serve him because you love him. You serve him because he died on the cross for you. You serve and follow him because you want to take up your cross daily and follow him no matter what situations confront you in this life. You serve him because you want to serve him, not because someone else in church, you know, is wanting you to serve him, not because your pastor wants you to serve him, but you want to serve him because you know what Jesus did for you on the cross of Calvary. The Bible makes us to understand. Elisha declared a blessing and this woman conceived and had a son. Oh, what a blessing. What a blessing. If you contrast the story with the likes of Hannah in the book of 1 Samuel, Hannah prayed for her son and received Samuel. In the case of the Shunammite, she did not pray. She did not fast. All she did was to love the Lord. All she did was to serve with a sincere heart. Many of you are expecting a miracle. You are expecting a breakthrough in your life. You are expecting God to do something miraculous in your life. You are expecting a new job, maybe. You are expecting healing in your body. You are expecting, you know, a, a good marriage. You are expecting some kind of a breakthrough in your family. You are expecting some kind of a, a miracle in your workplace. You are expecting your business to take off. You are expecting healing for your son or for your daughter. You are expecting a miracle. I can assure you, as long as you remain faithful in the Lord, as long as you keep serving him with a sincere heart, keep loving him, keep loving him, he takes care of his own. He will not let you down. Be like the Shunammite whose heart was to serve. Today, I want to call you to a place of service. I like it when uh, Reverend Marquis, uh, who is the head pastor of Living Streams International, said something some time ago. He said, sometimes your obedience will accomplish what your faith cannot accomplish. Now, he made this statement in reference to Peter in Luke chapter 5, who said, I have toiled all night and caught nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word, I will lay down the nets. He did not have the faith for a great catch of fish. But his obedience brought him his miracle. Can I also say to you today, sometimes your service, your service can deliver to you what your faith cannot. In the case of the Shunammite, her service brought her miracle. Can you begin to serve the Lord with sincerity of heart? If you are here listening to me and you have not given your life to Jesus, I want to call you to a place of repentance. Please pray this prayer with me. Dear Lord, I pray today, forgive me my sin. Make me yours. I recognize that I am a sinner. From today, I renounce my old ways and I call you as my Lord and my Savior. I believe you died on the cross of Calvary for me and that you were raised again from the dead on the third day so that when I trust in you, I also rise into newness of life. From today, I declare Jesus as Lord and as Savior over my life. I repent of my ways and I belong to Jesus. Thank you for saving me. Amen. If you've prayed that prayer, I want to help you in your Christian journey. Contact us with all the channels that we've got on Instagram, on our website, on Facebook, and we will be happy to be in touch with you. God bless you, and I will see you again in the next podcast.